This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. With over 2 million downloads, it's one of the most popular podcatchers on the platform. You can download podcasts, you can download audiobooks, you can download YouTube channels, crazy, and synchronize them across all of your Android devices. Oh, and you can automate downloads so that you never miss your favorite shows. Podcast Republic, a podcast app you can trust. What is that? Out there, on the horizon, what is that? Oh, oh God, it's, it's coming this way. Oh, God! No! No! It's Radio Free Tote Bag episode 30, the Dirty 30! Ah! I was wondering where that was going. <sighs> Who the fuck are you? Oh, Donovan. And I'm Arthur. I couldn't think of an intro, and uh, that's what that's what's true. <laughs> I dig it. The terror, the terror of the dirty thirty. Yeah, I recently experienced the terror of actually turning thirty. My God, I did. Well, you got to make the stupid joke I made at the end of the twenty-six episode. Now the episode is the show is as old as you. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're thirty, and this is episode thirty. Of Radio Free Toad Bag, a show about relationships. You know what? I, here's the biggest thing I've learned since turning 30. Um, everyone younger than me is incredibly irritating, present company excluded. Oh, thank you. Like, I was at the grocery store buying beer earlier, and there was a bunch of children. A bunch of very small children, Ew. and they were crying, and I was like, Ugh. fuck! <laughs> and then I saw these two girls that couldn't have been older than 17 and they were talking about clothes and I was just like, like I just couldn't handle it. It was ugh, made my skin crawl. I don't like any of it. Old yeah. people and young people. Really everyone who's not me. Hey, uh, uh, except for you, you're all right. I don't like anybody. Not to squat all over the intro, but I have a, a uh, an interesting anecdote about olds. Dude, hit me with hit me with the old anecdote. I anecdote old anecdote. Very nice. I uh, had a delivery to a nursing home today, and uh, normally what happens with those is I walk up to the front desk and I say I got a delivery for Nancy, whoever the fuck, and they go, oh, she's in uh, room fifteen. I'll make sure she gets them. I drop them at the desk. I go, have a great day. This one said, oh, she's in room one fifty. Go down that way, take a right, and then take a left. I'm like, okay. So I go and I knock on her door. I hear, come in. And I have the sweetest interaction where this super old lady is sitting there. I'm like, where should I put him? She says, I don't care. I set him down. And then uh, she's like, who are they from? And I'm like, oh, it's on the card. She goes, I can't see. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll read it to you. So I read her the card. And then she's telling me all about the people who sent them to her. And it was kind of like a sweet interaction, right? Yeah, and that I was like fine. her. I got lost on the way back to the front door. It was like a turn too many, and I got like I was like Ugh, I got turned around, and I went walking around, and there was a lady who was trying to get her walker through the door, and she goes, "Come over here." <laughs> I go, um, "Okay." She's like, "Put this in here." Okay, sure. She's like, "Get come come in here. Come over here." I'm like. Like, I almost told her to go fuck herself, but I was also like, she's like an old lady and she might need help with something. And then uh, she pulls me over to this, like, closet door and she goes, open this door. I can't get this door open. I go, okay. And it's very obviously, like, locked from the inside or some shit because the doorknob does not do anything. Yeah. And she goes, get, get Timothy. He'll fix, he'll, he knows how to fix the door. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, love Timothy. I finally, I looked right at her. I said, I don't know who Timothy is because I do not work here. So you're going to have to find somebody who does. I'm very sorry. So I hope that was entertaining <laughs> for everybody. That was that was my afternoon. Oh, what, what, did she did she understand or was she pissed? No, she she kind of got it. 
Especially since I was just like, I don't work here. She's like, you don't work here. And that's what about the time that I turned around and said, nope, don't work here. Bye. (laughs) I can can run. Yeah. That's the, that's the upside to getting like to the, uh, the what? Dirty 80, the grady 80, the the shady 80. (laughs) I'll come up with something later, but you get to be that age and you can just tell people to do shit. And they just and do it. Yeah, nobody's going to give because you're fucking old. Yeah. yeah. I want to be old. Not really, but that's a nice little perk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, then you'd be like, hey, come on my podcast. And then like, <laughs> come uh, on my podcast. Say that, say that to any famous person. They'd be like, oh, fuck, fuck, I guess. Right, like, he's an old dude. Write that down somewhere. That's our new strategy. We get old as shit and then we can get whoever we want to come on this show. <laughs> yeah. I had no old people experiences. Uh, the highlight of that day was eating a mamba. You know what a mamba is? Oh, it's that, um, it's kind of like uh, Central American Starburst, right? Yeah, German Starburst. Weird. Oh, I thought, I thought it, was, it was, yeah. I thought it was South American, too. Now, it's like better Starburst, and, uh, but instead of like a sleeve with an assortment of colors, you get three possible flavors out of four inside the big wrapper. Interesting. Inside the big wrapper, each of the three flavors are in sub wrappers. Organize the flavor. Very, very German. <laughs> and then inside, and inside each of those are six pieces with another fucking sub wrapper. And wow. I love this candy, but like by the end of it, like you just have this fucking pile. And it's, it's really not that much, but I'm always disgusted with myself when I just have like this little mountain of paper. And, uh, oh, they're good, but I don't, yeah, it was the highlight of my day. I don't know why I felt the need to tell anybody about that, but, uh, <laughs> that's my gripe, you know? Just put them in order. Put them. In, why do we need the sub sub wrappers? I don't fucking. And, and then if I leave one behind, it's the perfect size of shit that Picky likes to knock around. Right. So then I find one like months later in the closet, like under the cat food, just hits it like a fucking hockey puck. This has uh, been this has been our new segment. What grinds Dono's gears? Yeah, there we go. I'm I'm already becoming an old dude. Like I'm just gonna come here and complain. <laughs> Too many wrappers. Complain about candies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, <sighs> hell of an intro for uh, for the old Dirty 30. How about we get into these uh, dirty questions? They're they're filthy. Yeah. They're filthy. These are the filthiest questions you've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Hold your, hold your fucking... Uh, what? Eh, what was I? Hold say? your nose. They smell <laughs> hold like... Hold your nose. They smell like... <laughs> they smell like... Oh. I was like, what do you, what do you hold when something's disgusting? Hold your mouth. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Hold your nose. We're going in. It's the dirty 30. Hit it. Deep dive. You're reading the... Oh, no. I'm reading the first one. Shit. Am I? (laughs) 30 episodes. (laughs) 30 episodes. Yeah. We're getting there. Jesus. Am I overreacting about a trip to Las Vegas with my boyfriend? I, 31F, been with my boyfriend, 34M, for many years now. We've been on one vacation together in 2012. That's six fucking years ago. Editor's note. I haven't left the state since, and he's left once for a bachelor party slash wedding in Vegas in 2014. We are not rich, but we need a vacation. I suggested we go to Las Vegas in a few months to see a show I want to see. He got pretty excited and started listing all the stuff he wanted to do, but it was all strip clubs and shows with nudity and sex. I said, I'm probably not going to be into all that. And he said, I could come too. I said, I probably wouldn't like that. I've been to strip clubs and know that I'm too insecure to watch my man get a dance from someone else. He said, I might like it. So I reminded him that I've tested the theory and proven that I don't care for strip clubs. I just left it on. Well, you can go do that while I do something else. But now I don't even want to plan or go on the vacation anymore. I wanted to spend time with him, and while I don't particularly care if he goes to strip clubs, I don't want to be that to be the main attraction on our vacation. Am I overreacting? Do I just let this go? Do I just let him go do his thing at the strip club? TLDR, boyfriend only wants to go to strip clubs during our vacation in Las Vegas, and I don't want to go now. And that was posted by another string of numbers that I don't care to say out loud. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm so excited for this vacation we're going to have together. Vegas is going to be great. Uh, what What do you want to do while we're there? Oh, oh uh, fucking look at all the pussy. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Let's go. Let's go together and watch other women get naked. Yeah, you want to go watch ladies get naked with me? Um, oh, my God. 
No, you're not over. You're not overreaching. You're. I, I don't. Okay, I might be different on this. I, I don't like strip clubs. I don't get strip clubs at all. Do you? You ever been to one? Do you? How do you feel about these? I've been twice. Am I an and, aberration? I've been twice and spent far too much money both times. So if that tells you about how I feel about them. But so okay, what, what is the drive to spend all the? Because that's all I hear from people. Like going to bachelor parties and like spend a bunch of money on the strip club. Like you're just Don, you're just kind of throwing the cash Don, at the dancers Don, and then Donovan, they're what? they're naked. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> if you just naked. if you just there's naked okay. women and they me, they would like to be naked near you. Uh huh. You got to give them money first, though. And, and then they just kind of like dance on you. They're naked. Yeah, they're naked, Donovan. Donovan, they're naked. <laughs> Could, could you not go into a strip club, be drunk, and then just sit there and, like, other people are going to pay the strippers, and then you can just sit there and watch the watch the strippers do their thing? Well, like, they're going to get naked regardless, right? Well, the ones that I've been to, the way it works is there's a floor show and there's private rooms. Okay. And, and you go, and the way that, uh, that I have typically uh, comported myself is you go and you watch the floor show, and you wait for... Yep, her. Shit. She is incredibly hot. Tell you what, uh, I'm going to wait till the DJ calls uh, two dances for 25 bucks. Uh, and then, because uh, that's the special tonight, and I'm going to, you know, get her attention. I'm going to wave her down and be like, hey, uh, you want to you wanna go, uh, you want to go have a private dance? And she'll be like, yes. And then you hand her the money. <laughs> but what, what, I don't, okay, what does it do for you? Uh, like you get to you get to see a naked woman, they dance on you. I don't. Yeah, but that's it. I don't. I don't get it, man. It's like you just pop like a boner, and then you're like, "Cool, I'm gonna walk around." Fun with story. This. I don't even pop a boner while I'm there. It's weird. Damn. It's Damn. weird to me. It's like, like artistic appreciation. It is. It's like it's it's almost like fear grips my my unit. You know. <laughs> Like I can't, like I can't, I can't achieve an erection in a strip club. But it's just like, oh my god, I have this like, it's like this heady kind of, it's like a rush. It's just like it's pure endorphins in my brain. Just like, oh god, she's all over me. Oh god, what do I do? I'm the hormone monster from Big Mouth. Nick Kroll, Nick Kroll, let me do the voice for the hormone monster for season three. You can pay me and come. Jesus Christ. Well, do that. That's a good idea. That doesn't sound like a good time to me. Not you doing the voice. That's a great idea. But it does not. this does not seem like a good time to me. That does, what you're oh, describing God, so sounds great. really unpleasant, and then you, oh. you lose a bunch of money. Um, it's like, you ever, get, <laughs> you ever get turned on by shame that ever happened to you? No, but or, I, 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 I get the idea. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And then, like, uh, you know. Uh, back in the day, both times I went to the strip club, uh, I had a girlfriend at the time. And uh, you get back from the strip club, and you want to smash, and they're like, you're gross, no. <laughs> and you don't get to. Um, I thought you were going to say, like, we had awesome sex and stuff, but no. no there is no, no upside No, you don't. This. There's none. It's, it's really <laughs> awful. It's really, like, a horrible thing. But it also, uh, allow me, if I may... Just reiterate, Donovan, they're naked. I, I hear you. They get naked. <laughs> and then you get to see all kinds of naked women, and it's marvelous. But so I take it this bothered your, your girlfriend at the time, too. Um, Yeah. Uh, her main issue was the money. She's like, how much did you spend? I'm like, I don't know. It's like 80 bucks. And she's like, what? <laughs> 80 bucks? <laughs> Damn, dude! Like, you could buy like a whole bunch of fucking whiskey and like ten packs of Mambas with that money. It's true. Yeah, it's true. And have oh, a and have a good night at home with your lady. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what throws me. I don't know. I I could see being single and like going to do this. It, it it always skeeved me out a little bit. Maybe this is like my one little uh, nook of conservatism in my body. But it also it always skeeved me out like bachelor parties. Like you're gonna get married. Go look at a bunch of naked girls, you know, because <laughs> it's your last chance to do it. Except, yeah. for, except for when one of your buddies gets married, and then you go to his bachelor and party, it, yeah. and it's yeah, that it's that weird, man. Stupid. That ske- that skews me out. But uh, I know I I I understand uh, 
I understand this woman's concern here. I'd be bugged too. I think it's especially weird because your boyfriend here is like, you're you're going on your vacation, and he's going to use both money and like the time during this you know set of time that you set aside together to spend time in a cool place to like go watch strippers. That that's yeah. shitty. You know? Do you feel me or do you? Uh, I I you do know, totally do you think feel she's you. Over? I do totally feel you. I hate it when. Um, you're planning a trip with somebody and you want it to be about one thing and they want it to be about something completely different. Um, I'm not sure this 100% compares, but back in 07, uh, I actually had been, I was in the process of making plans to spend all of the money I made at the Renaissance festival over the summer, uh, to go to Miami to see Daft Punk. Ooh, I I was going to do it. Tickets were only Ooh. 75 bucks to the festival. Ooh. And airfare and a place to stay. I was like, we'll just fucking put a tent up on the beach. I don't care. We're going to go fucking see <laughs> Daft Punk. And my girlfriend at the time was like, oh, well, we could do other things while we're there other than the festival. And I'm like, no, we can't. It's <laughs> like, no, no, because we're like, yes, Daft Punk is the main attraction, but um, Tiesto is going to be there. Not that I'm like super hype on Tiesto, but it'd be cool. Though. Back in like 06, like 06, 07 would have been kind of cool to see Tiesto. And I can't remember who else was on the lineup, but Daft Punk was fucking there and I was going to see him. And she fucked it up because she was like, well, we could. We, we, she basically was not into the idea that I had for the trip, which is what this person is experiencing here. And I totally understand the impulse um, to to not do it because that's exactly what I did. I just dumped the whole idea of the trip because she was the only person who was going to go with me. She didn't want to do uh, the thing I wanted to do. Damn, dude. Which, in retrospect, I should have been like, let's see, in 06, I would have been um 16. I should have been like, Mom, let me go to Miami by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be harboring that regret for the rest of my life Trust, no offense I but I, ha- I hate your ex-girlfriend for stopping that yeah you suck oh my god yeah well so then I fucking just yeah that isn't a fair point of comparison because Daft Punk is awesome and that's a fair thing to want to do and she uh, wants there's versus... a show that she wants to go see yeah and he's and he's all well we could do other stuff too primarily stuff that you don't want to do <laughs> yeah this, this is another situation uh, where he's like not respecting shit that you're bothered by too. Is yeah. it like beyond the you know strip club in particular being kind of a skeevy situation? You're telling you're upset, and he's like, "Oh, like I'll just go myself." Like that's that's uh, that's also not good. Yeah. Do you think you think she ends this trip, or do you think she like gives him a good sit down and is like, uh, "Look, you know, I'm doing this to spend time with you. This is the time we both get off. Let's make it special." And, uh, you know, not have you go see strippers by yourself. Maybe like, okay. Cause this, his conceptualization of Las Vegas is, uh, a sex fueled, uh, Coke romp perhaps, you know, (laughs) that's what he wants to do in Las Vegas. Um, maybe one night of the thing he does that. Maybe he goes and he has his time at the one, but was one night. You know what I mean? I think we. I think yeah. there's a compromise that can be reached here. I think everybody can get what they want out of this trip. Um, I don't know if you've ever uh, ordered room service food and just fucking sat in a hotel room and ha- was waited on hand and foot and watched movies and shit, but it's pretty cool. Uh, no, that's pretty. That's pretty tight. Although my comparison for that was uh, we were at Disney World. I was like 13. I with Magic Kingdom. I'm not fucking into it. I went back to the hotel. I ordered Chinese food. And I uh, chilled in the hotel and ate Chinese food alone, and that was wonderful. Yeah. So, and that's like the low grade version of this. So yeah. I hear that. Maybe if it doesn't bug you, you know, too too much. Let him do it the one night and then do some other stuff. Because by the way, fucking Vegas, you can drink out on the street. You can just get a bottle of whiskey yeah, that's and walk cool. around with it. And then you can also walk into bars with your bottle of whiskey. Like I, my buddy and I did that. Nobody fucking bugs you. So I spent like 30 bucks, uh, 20 bucks on drinks the entire night, this one bottle of whiskey, and you can smoke inside. Do you want to do What else do you need? Do you want to do that or um, uh, New Orleans? Because now I want to go on a trip where we just like buy (laughs) bottles and wander around and be degenerates. 
There we go. We'll strap a microphone to each of us, and then we'll just find people, drunk people on Bourbon Street. Like, What's the worst relationship you've ever been in? Oh, my God. We must do this. <laughs> Probably wouldn't even be that fucking pricey, either. No, we'll that'd, be, that'd, be the real, that'd be the real dirty 30 episode. God yeah. knows what we'd run into. We, we could post this as episode 31 and then come back to Dirty 30. Yeah. Like what Bim Bam's doing <laughs> like with 420. A, like a year later. Oh, damn. We can make it that far. Yeah. We're almost halfway to episode 69, dude. That's, oh. that's going to be <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I need to stop laughing at my horrible fucking number jokes here. We have gone mad tangent. I think your answer on this was right. Uh, see if you can compromise with them. Let it know that it bugs you that you were pushing for this so much and why the trip is important to you. And uh, if he doesn't respect that, well, you know, kick him in the face and never see him again. Fuck that dude and go to Vegas by yourself. Horns. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Potential horns. Uh, maybe maybe he'll understand he won't be shitty about this. I'll have him tail up at the end like a question mark. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. And now for something a little less Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's large labia. Should I, F-18, <laughs> tell the person I choose to sleep with that I have large labia? The way I look down there has made me cripplingly insecure. I've had people I've been with make some shitty comments about my lips, and I am choosing to go through with labiaplasty before starting college. Until then, this is directed towards both men and women. Would you prefer someone to tell you if they look deformed down there before sleeping with you? Are large labia really that big of a turnoff? Before you all tell me boys your age are mean in regards to the comments, I've had sex with five different guys between the ages of 23 and 40, and they all have had the same reaction of slight disgust, I guess. And that was posted by Throwaway. No! 76 V2. This breaks my fucking heart. Yeah, man. Fuck you if you if oh my god. If a girl is nice enough to have sex with you, fuck you for for commenting on their in, intimate part of their body. You like, fucking asshole. How would if how would you like it if they were like, "Wow, small dick, huh?" Exactly. Fucking exactly. Oh, you got a little tiny penis? <laughs> or like, "Jesus, that thing's way too big." Or just, you know, anything about it. It's like, "Your supposed- dick looks like shit." Yeah, yeah, your dick looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, this, this uh, sucks. Uh, you don't have any responsibility to tell anybody beforehand. You know, you no, just like there's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with this, and uh, I love I love the idea of the reveal. You know, of <laughs> you part the curtains and it's like ah, more curtains. After description, after description, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was going to say, don't, you know, don't get the fucking labiaplasty. Yeah, don't do it. You know, unless you, unless you lose sensitivity and shit like you lose part of your fucking unit. Yeah. And, I mean, I want to say, too, you know, it's your body. You can do what you want if it makes you happy. But I get the impression that the reason you want this is because you've gotten shitty, horrible things told to you uh, by a bunch of different dudes you've had sex with. And that's uncool. And I don't. I hope most people aren't like that. I think at least decent people aren't like that. So the problem is not with your vagina. Your problem is with these fucking dicks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But how big it are we sucks. talking about, though? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't hmm. uh, like a foot long. Yeah. If we're talking be. like, if we're talking about like foot long bat wings. Yeah. I might have some questions. But you know, I didn't. You know, it's not. It's not a bad thing. Large labia I, are not a big turnoff. No, no. And I, I, I doubt it's something like that. It sounds just more like these people are jerks. Also, the comment, "Boys, your age are mean." Like, no, actually, they're like an age range. Uh, lots of people are fucking assholes. There's the lesson there, and uh, that is a fair explanation of it. You know, that's any person who who comments negatively and shittily like that on their partner's body. Uh, you know, who's trusted you enough to have sex with you, they can go fuck off into the sun. That's my that's my stance on that. Oh my god, I just found a subreddit that's just all pictures of labias. <laughs> Great. I went to the comments and now, now, oh. now I'm just looking at labes. Did you go to labia Great. gone wild or our butterfly wings? Um, it's labia GW was the one I clicked on. Our butterfly wings is also mentioned here. Uh, 
Well, what a great subreddits today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All of these are beautiful. There's an enormous variety, and they're all wonderful. Somebody comments something similar like that. Mrs. JRF says, you're probably more average than you think. If your panties are down, and he says something like that, run for the hills, girl. It's not a guy you should fuck. That's accurate. Also, she says, also, go check out normal nudes and see for yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, look up some pictures. Vaginas come in all different, you know, sizes and looks. Uh, and shapes watching... and colors and textures. And yeah, it's all, th- there you it's go. all wonderful. I, I, I almost guarantee you're not at all, uh, you know, as unusual as you think. Yeah. You know what the other subreddit I uh, found that might help, uh, what? Arthur? It's called uh, R Jizzy Cart. <laughs> I stumbled upon earlier. Oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> I oh. sent that to you, right? No. Uh, to you, the listener. Okay, well, let's get Arthur's reaction R-Jizzy first. Go to R Jizzy Cart. Cart. The home of gaming's literal circle jerk. Oh, don't jerk off on Wing Commander! <laughs> Don't jerk off on the Nintendo Switch copy of Breath of the Wild, no! For, for you, the listener, this is an entire subreddit with like a decent amount of activity, apparently, where people just jerk off onto video game cartridges and uh, it's just a off on of the red version with a load on it. That was the top post. That was red version, dude. Yeah. <sighs> oh, no, no. Here's the, here's the fucking winner. This is the one that should be the permanent top of the pops for our Jizzy cart. It's a fucking Atari 2600 cartridge for the E.T. the Extraterrestrial game. <laughs> Isn't that like the worst game of all time? Yeah, the it's the worst video game of all time. Of yeah, the, there's, I mean, I'm sure it's been mentioned a trillion times, but uh, there is a landfill out in Arizona where thousands of these cartridges have been dumped. It's been searched for, searched for before, but never found. Well, damn, dude, don't tell Jizzy Cart about that because the entire user base may organize, you know, set up a scouting trip and then call come all over the landfill. <laughs> it might be the pinnacle joust? of Joust? They jerked uh, of off on tank. a Joust cartridge? Fuck this. <laughs> I hate that it exists. Uh, anyways, back to the back to the normal <laughs> question to wrap this up. You're good. These guys are jerks. Uh, don't comment on your fucking partner's genitals in a shitty way, and don't masturbate on the game cartridges. That's oh. uh, that's our advice for this one. I'm on a fucking journey this episode. <laughs> Me too, man. I said I need a lot today. I'm a little, I'm a little all over the place. Oh my god. All right, exhale, jizzy card if you hadn't, because you'll get, you know, yeah, I, you you'll, get sucked I'll get into sucked that wormhole. In. That's not good. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's closed now. Okay, yeah. tell you what. Let's let's do the next question. Because I, right. I can't handle any more of that one. <laughs> 25F being too dramatic or not compatible with 28M. This is a little more in our wheelhouse. This is a little more what we do. I'm the female in this almost year-long relationship, and I'm emotionally exhausted. We talked about getting married and having kids before, and now he won't even get up in the morning and take me on a breakfast date. He's an introvert and homebody, and I'm riddled with an anxiety, but enjoy being out and about. It makes me feel like I can conquer anything once my anxiety subdues itself by facing the thing that gave me anxiety. At first, we would always go out and do things, and now he doesn't want to, and blatantly acts like a dick when I ask we do things. His sarcasm used to be charming, and his jokes used to be funny, but now... I see he just casually uses them to be an absolute jerk. I want to go out by myself, but I'm afraid he'll resent me for not staying home with him or we'll grow even further apart. Despite my struggles with mental illness, I've always been an independent. I've always been independent. And being in this relationship has highlighted how much I want to continue being the strong, independent woman I was before I started sitting on the couch watching TV with him. But I love him, and that's the problem. To really detail what I mean about going out and about, I mean simple shit like going on a picnic date or walking around in the city lights, maybe even reading a book at a coffee shop, romantic stuff, things that make me happy, spending time with him in a different setting that isn't watching football and playing Fortnite. (laughs) Both things I enjoy with and without him, but I've grown to resent because it feels as though they've taken priority. And I do my duty to sit next to him on the couch, but every day I'm trapped in this apartment, I can feel myself becoming agitated. 
I've tried countless times to explain myself and my feelings and make efforts to get us doing activities, and he ruins it by being a jerk or simply not making the effort, and I refuse to beg him. It's hard, and of course I'm crying typing this out, but I don't know what to do. Am I just being a crybaby, or is it honestly time to accept we might just not be compatible? TLDR, I want to do more things, and my BF makes no more eff- makes no effort to try. Am I being dramatic, or are we not going to work out? And those posted by Woodoo Baby. Okay, uh, unfortunately, I have been I have been this guy before. I'm going to propose two two possible things that are leading to this. Number one, this is what I dealt with. Boyfriend might be depressed and uh, or anxious, and that's not why. That's why he's not going out and doing stuff. And that's uh, rough, and that's shitty to be in a relationship with that person. I'm sure that's difficult. Um. But definitely address it with them, talk to them, and see if that's the case. If there's anything you can do to support them, and uh, see what the deal is there. This sounds, though, uh, more likely to me that this is just one of those situations where you know the the fucking novelty wears off the relationship. He said it's almost a year long, so that's definitely about the time for that to start happening. Mm-hmm. Where uh, you just get you know you just get too comfortable with your partner, you stop putting effort in, and. Uh, you know, you're not going out to meet people so much because you're you're dating somebody, and then you just get sucked into this couch wormhole. Yeah, you feel me? I do. Uh, also, in which case, uh, bring that up with them. Let it know that this is bothering you, and you want to do stuff. And uh, you know, if he if he can't make that change for you, then uh, this this may be an air horn kind of situation. His sarcasm used to be charming, and his jokes used to be funny. But now I see he just casually uses them to be an absolute jerk. <laughs> That's the line that really stuck with me. Yeah. Because you're about a year in. And early on, he's like, whatever, babe. And you're like, you're so cute. And now, <laughs> now he's like, whatever, babe. And you're like, no, not whatever, babe. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, you want to get two things? Uh, but I'm about to win the Battle Royale Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. You remember when we used to play Fortnite? Jesus. That was a good time. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Just uh, maybe don't do that all the time. Yeah. Develop some gotta... other shit that you can do together. Exactly. Uh, rock climbing, for example. Swing <laughs> uh, no, can... miniatures. You know, if you're if you're this guy, uh, you know, or anybody with this, you know, being this in a relationship, you got you got to put the effort in for your partner. Uh, you know, otherwise they're going to get burned out. And they're going to leave. Yeah. You got to you got to show <laughs> you gotta up. Make that call. You know, do you want to you want to be sitting on the couch playing Fortnite, or you know, you want to want to stay with this girl that you love? Yeah. The but, advice really should go to him. He's the one who should be getting the advice, not you. Yeah, that's that's accurate. Um, you, and you how definitely. Do you- you definitely need to address this with them. How do you, you make somebody get advice? How do you make someone get advice? You make them go to therapy. <laughs> I'm saying, uh, but narrow this down first, man, because this sure. definitely could be a depressed situation, but it could also be that this dude's just like, I really ended doing shit. He's gotten comfortable in the relationship, and, and boom, you know? So, talk to him. Tell him he needs to be doing stuff, putting the effort in for the relationship. And if he doesn't, then it might it might be time for you to leave. Maybe it isn't compatible. Yeah. Do you know what I do? You know what I did with my day today? I feel like this guy. Oh no! What'd you do? I got home from work after a very short day. It was like it was basically like a half day at work. And I made food, ate the food, passed out for three hours, played video games, and now I'm recording a podcast. Hey man, this is this is something. This is an activity. It's true. This is this. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this is a little more than what this guy's into. Um, damn. Like maybe he just yeah maybe he just sucks. It's possible that he sucks. Like who doesn't want to take their girl out for breakfast? Who don't want to do that? Pick or just fuck go hang a coffee shop or something. Yeah. Something, man. Leave the home for some period of time. But, but it's that, we've talked about this before, it's that fucking spiral thing. Like, you're very anxious, okay, I don't want to go do anything, you stay inside, and you just get locked into it because staying inside all the time makes you feel worse. It's going to make you feel worse. Yeah. And it makes it harder to go do stuff, and before you know it, you're just fucking trapped not doing anything. So, uh, 
I, I hate to say that I hope it's that, but I do hope it's that and that this dude can get some help if it is and, you know, they can make it work. But, uh, you know, as we said, also people, some people are just like that. Yeah. Also, yeah, don't, don't be the fucking sarcastic dude. If that, if that's no. the thing you refer to as your sense of humor, just a little tangent there. Don't fucking do that. That is so obnoxious. Yeah. I took a little jaunt down to the comments and hello, I'm Alexandria says it takes two to tango. If one party doesn't want to improve the relationship, then the relationship will fail. Show him how independent you are and pack up your shit, then leave. He sounds like an ass. Let him flatten out, flatten out on his couch cushions alone. Damn. Damn. Just fucking. Let's get out of there, dude. Yeah. Steal his Xbox. <laughs> his cable box. Yep. And, uh... You know, make a snarky little comment and get the hell out of there. Pull that Brett Favre fat head off his wall. <laughs> That's the only football player I can think of. Uh, he hasn't played uh, for like 10 years, something like that. Uh, fuck. I was like, Colin Kaepernick. I'm like, no. That's there not. we go. That'd be a there cool fat go. head to have. I'd kind of dig that, actually. Hell yeah. I'm into that. You're a fucking sports fan, but, uh, you know, letting the world know that you're also not a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm like, okay. not at all a sports fan, mostly just like a leftist <laughs> fan. There we go. All right, good luck out there, uh, Woodoo baby, and uh, I hope this shit works out and it doesn't, doesn't require a surgical air horn strike. Hope, yeah. I'm hoping for you. All right, Arthur, I got a question for you. Hit me with it. How do I ask her 18F out in a serious way? Me, my roommate, and this girl live across the hall from each other. We are all freshmen and been and been hanging out in group settings for about a month. And been hanging out in group settings for about a month. My roommate and this girl have been hanging out a lot and became best friends. She rejected him and they stayed friends. While I personally have not shown much interest. Al, me and her aren't even close friends. Recently I asked her to watch a movie in a playful way on Instagram. Conversation is the following. Me. Should you should see the movie? Should see the movie. <laughs> what is going on? Okay. Me. Should see the movie. Replying to her Instagram story. She posted a book. Her. Yes. Me. Movie for two. Her. Hey. Me. I'm going to read that backwards and we got a date. I didn't try to be funny. I thought she meant to type yes. Today she talked to my roommate about it. And said she thinks I'm funny. Somehow I got the feeling that she was trying to gauge if I was being serious from my roommate. And she got nothing because my roommate agreed with her that I am funny. Please help me ask her out. And not in a funny way like I did. Which made her under, which made her misunderstood. <laughs> How to ask a girl out in a way that can't be interpreted as me being funny. As posted by Grant0904, who has a uh, a loose grasp of the English language. Hey, yo, bitch. Go on a date with me and shit. That's how you Boom. do it. Boom. <laughs> fucking like 1950s Italian New Yorker. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey, bitch. Hey. <laughs> Will you say uh, you and I go down to the uh, soda shop, get a, uh, get a phosphate? <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Wait, I made it in the 50s. That was a thing, too. Dude. I made it in just... the 50s. Who hears fucking phosphate and is like, that's something I want to drink. Mm. Okay, Apparently, I, it's I, I like a chocolate up. soda. Can we can we articulate this goddamn question? Because I, I I am I am very lost. My understanding is that this dude, I think it's a guy, maybe it's a girl, OP, tried to ask this girl out. Yeah. Via Instagram, and uh, she responded kind of weird, and he's like, I'm going to read that backwards. That I thought that was very cute. I thought it was pretty funny, too. Because if you read it backwards, she goes, hey, and he goes, movie for two, and she goes, yes. Yeah, there we go. That's some clever wordplay for somebody who just types so completely incoherently. Um, Let's see. And this this girl he's into talk to, the roommate about it, said she thinks that he's funny. Okay. Okay, so basically the question here is, like, how do I ask this girl out? She didn't take my first ask out seriously. Literally Literally just go... No, really. <laughs> Let's go see the movie. <laughs> no, that's not a bad option. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, if you're if you're in the hall together too, and you don't have too much anxiety about it, maybe just go ask her in person too. Be like, hey, I was serious about seeing that. You want to go see this movie? And uh, yeah. there you go. You just you just got to be direct as hell. Yeah, surgical strike. Uh, and and that's oftentimes I think. Like I thought that was I thought that was like you said kind of a funny comment he made, but in general, like people are being a little you can't really see where they're at. Just ask them out directly, and if they say yes, well, they might be into you, and if they say no, then they're not, and you solved that problem. Yeah. As opposed to kind of dancing around. Hey, speaking of trying to act somebody out in a funny way, you want to hear I tried to ask out a girl for the first time when I was thirteen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Okay, also, let's clarify that uh, this is like eighth grade, and like asking somebody out is like, we're going to be together. We're going to be like boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. Uh, so I hear that this girl's into me. It's like me and some of my friends, guy friends, and some girls who all sit together at lunch. I hear this girl's kind of into me. They're all talking about it. I'm like, she's cute. All right. Uh, so I'm going to ask this girl out, because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting there at lunch. And people are talking and stuff, and it comes up, and my face is beat red, and so I flipped her finger guns and said, want to go out with me? <laughs> and she said, no. No. That's going to be <laughs> and a no. Then, and then my body heated up so fucking much, I got so red in the face that I started getting like delirious and dissociated, and I think I just left the lunchroom. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would have horrible trouble with, uh, you know, being interested in girls for like a couple years after that because wow. I was so traumatized. Jesus. So now my cute. friends made fun of me for the finger guns, which is pretty fair, too. That's an advanced move. I would yeah. I'd hit them with the finger guns now. And I think <laughs> I think like the kind of girl that I want to hey. date, it might work. Yeah. They might That's be true. Charmed by the finger guns. Yeah. I didn't have Tinder back then, but maybe that'll be my new, uh, you know, hey, you want to do something question. I'll put, like, two of the pistol finger emojis. Yeah. Trying to go out. Winky face, crying, (laughs) laughing face, crying, open-eyed, laughing face. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that, I'm not kidding. That sucked so fucking bad. I was traumatized by that shit. No, dude, that ruled. (laughs) That ruled so good, and I'm so happy about it, and I'm so glad you shared uh, please, go back in time and tell 13-year-old me that so I don't, uh, you know, break him out of his depressive spiral that resulted. Whew! What so a yeah, time. Be direct. Uh, you know, let her know what's up. Let her know that you're warm for her form and you want to take her out to the movie. There you go. Warm Boom. for her form. Yeah, you like that? I haven't heard that one, but I do I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, good luck, Grant, and uh, maybe turn the fucking spell check on, or if there's like a (laughs) sentence consistency check. Fucking syntax check. Oh, my God. And don't don't use hang out as a verb, and then say hanging out like three times in that first paragraph. Yeah, it's rough. Okay. It's pretty rough. Okay. All right. Where are we headed, Arthur? We're headed to the friend zone. Nice, dude. The friends are kind of like where I ended up when I used the finger guns when I was 13. (laughs) Friends, the drinking culture in Ireland and being broke, colon, help. Hi, Reddit. This might be a weird question slash advice needing rant, but I do want to ask your opinions. I'm not big into drinking. I don't particularly enjoy nightclubs and pubs at the best of times. And unfortunately for me, I'm Irish. So there's a huge culture and expectation around drinking. Now, 99.9% of the time, I'm good at making excuses as to why I don't want to go out clubbing or something when it's a night at the pub. I normally drive, so I don't have people harassing me for the night to just, quote, have one. Now... The reason I hate drinking and clubbing is because the next morning it always makes me feel awful. I feel depressed and sluggish for about two days after as well. Don't get me wrong, though. I'm not a pioneer, as I do enjoy going for a cocktail or two the odd time, but not getting drunk. On top of this, I'm in university, and I stay in a very rough area, which makes me nervous to be outside in after dark. Uh, I won't even go across to the shop or come home from the gym after dark, as I'm worried I may get robbed or attacked. This makes coming home after nights out difficult. This is only a brief overview of why I feel like this, etc., but I feel like it gives some sort of insight into why I think like this. 
However, what I'm struggling with is how to deal with friends who put pressure on me to go out and to drink on nights when it's not something I enjoy, and I give valid reasons as to why as to why not to. It makes me feel extremely guilty when I don't show up for events, even though I've told them why I can't attend and they've pressured me into it. Thank you so much for any advice you can give. It's much appreciated. TLDR lives in a dodgy area and uncomfortable around drinking culture and doesn't feel safe or happy about clubbing and struggling with friends who place pressure on conforming with this. And that was posted by Florist. Floristic. Florist. F- florist. <laughs> florist C. <laughs> florist C. Okay, that's probably easier just like a C tacked on the end of the word. There's nothing wrong with that, dude. You don't like drinking, you don't go in clubbing. That's, uh, you know, that's okay. And your friend should respect that. But, uh, her, but Donovan, and you know this, Donovan. <laughs> Donovan, they're Irish. <laughs> and it's no, the, I, it's the drinking culture in Ireland, she says. That's, I'm sure that's true. And uh, I've, I've been the person, like, pressuring friends to, you know, go do something, too. Uh, I want to say, I don't think your friends think they're being shitty or they're not intending to. They just want to hang out with you because they like you. But uh, so they might not even realize that they're bugging you, that this is bothering you so much. So I would definitely bring that up with them and uh, you know, say it's bugging you, but they're pushing on it. But that you want to spend time with them. Let's just do something that's not drinking and going to the club. Because uh, he says he's already just going to the pub and hanging up, hanging out. And he says he's, uh, you know, he can have a drink or two. So just just do the low key stuff and make it clear that you, you don't want to go to the damn club. But then he's got to make it or she. I think it's a she. Just based on the too. based on the fear of the darkness, because that's <laughs> that's how women are acculturated in Western society. You have to be constantly afraid that you'll be raped or murdered, whereas dudes are like, oh, "Fuck me." <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but then you know you go out to the pub, you get home after dark, though. We do about that's that true. shit. Uh, Come over and have a board game afternoon with me. <laughs> Uh, oh no here we fucking go i did it learn to dj through parties at your apartment that's what i did in college damn actually a solid suggestion if you're uh if you're on board with that yeah just throw little get-togethers at your place i'm also uh part of me wants to say like you should push past this fear to some extent sure and don't let that you keep you cooped up on the other hand, like I, but I don't, I don't understand, you know, being a woman in that situation. So I don't want to like try to downplay that. But uh, especially if you, you know, if you live in a dodgy area, as you call it. But I don't. I, I want to say like don't, don't let that keep you inside and like stop you from having fun. You know, in terms of other things like besides clubbing. Uh, you know, if you're with a group of friends and stuff, like I, I think you'd be all right. Have you ever have you ever lived in a scary neighborhood? Yes. Yeah, me too. Where, but also, where'd you, but where'd I, you I, live I just dude. for fun? Uh, this was in Caracas. Oh uh, shit! Was, like, so... could not, yeah, you could not really walk around outside of a, or like a closed area. Uh, although I was a fucking idiot and uh, completely oblivious and would like run to my girlfriend's place pretty often. Uh, I actually have a tangent with that. You want to hear this story? I would love to hear the story, Donovan. So. Uh, I'm at a I'm at a party at my friend Pito's place. His uh, I'm staying over there that night. His his parents are friends with my parents. They live down the street. Uh, we're having this party. I'm drinking a little bit, like 15 or 16. My, uh, my girlfriend lives up maybe a mile away, out of this place, through not a dodgy area, but it's like outside of the walled in area that we live. Like it is at night, probably not the best place to be walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to go back to her place, uh, so right. I do. So we walk all the way up there. And uh, Pito and my other friends are all are all texting me and calling me like my parents are asking where you were like where you are you need to get back here you need to get back here so I'm like okay I have to leave I go from her place I realize it's three in the morning I am this skinny fucking white dude clearly American running you know trying to get home and uh, but I don't want his parents to show up because they'll tell my parents and it's gonna be a bad thing so I just start fucking booking it home i'm running down this hill i'm trying to look as crazy as possible uh 
I don't know how intimidating I could be at like 130 pounds wearing cargo shorts and with a floppy haircut. But I was fucking booking it and I was like ready to yell at somebody. And I'm thinking to myself, if somebody comes and like pulls up and tries to do anything, I'm going to scream at them in German because then like that's a scary language. They're going to know. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be a pain. I'm going to be business. So I'm halfway back. A car pulls up next to me. And sure enough, I'm like. Scheiße, fucking something or other. I don't remember much German, but I yell a bunch of German shit at him. The window rolls down, and it's my friend's dad and all of his friends, and they're <laughs> losing it, fucking laughing at me. So I get I get in the car, go back with him, and uh, ever since then, his dad has called me the sprinter. Every time he sees me, anytime our families are together, and he's got to tell everybody that story, and uh, yeah, good times. The fucking rules. <laughs> Uh, not not at the time, dude. My parents found out because he made that comment, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like they're gonna fucking murder. They're me. They're gonna but, know. Yeah, dude. Uh, but I didn't get kidnapped, so that's about as good of an end as as it could have. It is. It is. What are we talking about? If you're gonna go out, just fucking sprint around and yell German at people. That's the, <laughs> uh, that's the moral of that story. Learn German. Scream it at uh, people that might want to abduct or murder you. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, it's very good advice. Get right out of there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, pepper spray and Deutsch. That's all you need. <laughs> hey, uh, do you want to do you want to read this next one? What to make of my M23 sexual relationship with my GF F22, like the fighter plane? I will try to make this short. We have been dating for 2 years. From the beginning, we have both made it known how frequent we would like to have sex. Every day for me, once a week for her. When we started dating, we were intimate almost every day, but gradually that declined. After about three to four months, we were then long distance. It was every weekend when we saw each other. Fast forward into month seven, it was once every other weekend. Fast forward again to one year, and it's only on special occasions or fights. Outside of that, it's mostly just pecs, about three kisses per day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but she always wants me to hold her while she's doing her makeup, studying, or watching YouTube. Examples as follows. Around two weeks ago, we had to talk about all of this, and then proceeded to have sex, and she said it would get better, but haven't done anything since. Occasionally, I will mention kissing, and she will either laugh it off, or make out with me for a couple minutes, then it goes back to normal. So this weekend, she is getting an IUD, we're currently only using condoms. After our talks, and me saying we should have more protection since she doesn't like spending money on condoms, she made an appointment. Since she has mentioned that, I need to buy her things more now since this will hurt and she's doing this for me. Okay. I am scared because I don't see how an IUD will fix the frequency of any form of intimacy, and I think she was already starting to hold it over my head. Any advice is greatly appreciated. TLDR. Frequency of physical contact has dropped from a lot to basically none at all. GF holding her, getting an IUD over my head. It was posted by Sosa Ryu. Sosa Ryu. Um, man. I think that the frequency will increase post-IUD. I think so. I think it will happen. Because it's not just us who's like, I can't feel anything with a condom. Because think about that. Think about, uh... Like, or uh, uh, a fleshy, like the feeling of flesh versus the feeling of latex. You know what I mean? I hear you. So I think she's going to enjoy it more. Also, frequency is going to drop at two years. No, that's true, especially compared to the beginning. Uh, fast forward so many times, I started getting delirious from how quick we were going. But uh, that, that is just kind of the natural progression in relationships. There's the reason everybody talks at that honeymoon period at the beginning. It, that, that's just how that goes, and that's all right. Yeah. Uh, I will say so, so that this is like a common thing in relationships. Your libidos aren't going to match up. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it is this drastic, that's going to cause problems. I've, I've definitely been there. And, uh, you know, you did the right thing talking to her about it and trying to understand it. But I, I would also... I don't know. I would try to get to the bottom of this. The mm-hmm. fact that she is going and getting an IUD makes me think that she, part of this is that she's worried about pregnancy and the condoms is, is freaking her out because she feels like it's not enough protection. Did you get that vibe? 
Yes, I did feel that. Yeah. So, I mean, that might be part of it. But again, that, that's something you kind of got to get to the bottom of, to, bottom of to understand and figure out, you know, if there's anything you could do about it or a compromise you could make or, you know, anything you can do to make her feel more comfortable being intimate, you know, closer to the amount of times that you want to. Yeah. Uh, all about the communication, as we always say. The fact that you guys had the conversation and then you fucked, that seems like a very good sign to me. You know what I mean? Definitely. Two, two weeks ago, you're like, I don't know, man. I don't feel like we're having enough sex. And she's like, baby, come here. <laughs> and you banged one out for Jesus. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why one would bang it out for Jesus. But <laughs> maybe he likes that. I don't know what Jesus is really. I don't know. I don't know. Does anybody does, like let me get real Pete Holmes for a second. Does anybody even know what Jesus wants? I bet Jesus is down to bang, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet he's got a rockin' bod. Yeah. that Give me that Jesus on the cross bod. <laughs> he's always so ripped in those fucking paintings and shit, the sculptures. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Whew. Maybe you should start, maybe M23, you just, you just gonna start dating Mr. Christ himself and uh, <laughs> ditch this squid. Yeah. Cause she <laughs> don't want to fuck. real relationship with she don't Jesus. Fuck. She don't want to fuck, maybe Jesus do. This go. is bad. This is yeah. bad what we're doing. How the fuck do we get to this? Why do they make that goddamn Jesus joke? <laughs> no. Back to the we're back into okay. the series. Alright, we're back into the Okay. No more Christ fucking. <clears throat> so she's getting the IUD. She seems like she wants to make the she wants to make the frequency more amenable to you. Two weeks go by. That seems normal for the relationship, so maybe you remind her. He's like, Baby, I thought we were gonna fuck more. <laughs> And, you know, maybe you do, like, a little dance. I'm also, I'm a little thrown and concerned by both the fact that he's saying she's holding the IUD, getting the IUD over his head, and, uh, you know, whether that's his perception, because that's, you're getting kind of like this tit-for-tat thing here. Like, Mm -hmm. she did, we're not having sex, but, like, she got the IUD, but now she's, like, making a thing out of it. And if you're at that point, that that points to possibly some incompatibility here. If she's getting a fucking copper wire implanted in her uterus for y'all's sexual health, I think maybe you owe her a little something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's wrong of her to mention that you need to buy her things more now. Yeah. I don't think that's wrong. You buy her some, you know, buy her some fucking chocolates. Get her something nice. Get her an IUD gift. <gasps> okay, so when she goes in for the appointment, buy her like a night, you know, like sweetest day or some shit, like any of these made up holidays. Be like, happy IUD day. I got you a fucking, you know, I got you a box of chocolates and some ice cream. I like that, actually. Yeah, that's cute. I, they're just letting letting her know because she's the one who has to go through this shit. She's clearly yeah. doing it for you. Let her know that you appreciate her doing that. Yeah, I don't know. Get her get chocolates, uh, a tote bag, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the radio free tote bag box set, the snuggie. <laughs> nah, oh, we real. need merch. We fucking need merch, my guy. We do. We could save so many more relationships. But no, there there is you know. It's definitely the thought that counts, but t- taking the time to go and buy her something nice, uh, you know, will definitely let you know that you appreciate her doing this because she is. Yeah, that that sucks. Nobody wants to stuff fucking copper into their uterus. Uh, she's doing it for you, so show her you appreciate that. Show her, you, show her that you notice that she has like taken your concern into account and is doing something to try to help that. And uh, you're just you're just holding up your end of the bargain there. Absolutely. Sorry, I was ser- I was searching screen printing for tote bags. <laughs> Not during the episode. Sorry, I just I gotta pull up the tab while I'm thinking about it. There we go. We'll have an RFTB tote bag with the logo, and then we'll have IUD Day. <laughs> IUD Day tote bag. Yeah. Now I'm trying to figure out who can work D Day into the mix. Like instead of D Day, it's IUD Day. It's like the little copper T, but it's got a uh, World War II era helmet on it, and it's like IUD Day. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> Let's get on to the next question. <laughs> Here we go. My boyfriend, 20M, is out of my 20F league. We met through Tinder and we've been together around two months. 
We see each other every few weeks because of distance. He's tall, attractive, charismatic, and better than any guy I've dated before. Although, to be fair, one was abusive. I still don't get why he likes me when I feel like he can do so much better. In my opinion, I'm average at best, so I'm struggling a bit since he's not the kind of person who says, I like you a lot, much. I don't want to bug him by needing some reassurance, but I'm nervous. What should I do? TLDR, boyfriend is out of my league, lives kind of far away, and doesn't say, I like you a lot, much. <laughs> I want reassurance because I'm insecure, but I'm nervous. What should I do? Posted by Nagamo. Uh, so you definitely seem insecure. You're yeah. clearly insecure. Yeah. Uh, you're worried about your looks, but this super hot dude is dating you. Yeah. Like, this dude, he's doing it, you know? Uh, that's a good sign. Yeah. Don't, uh, so don't, you know, second guess all of this stuff. Don't uh, look a gift dick in the balls. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, the more, the more you stew about this, the more you worry, uh, it's going to get worse. Maybe you'll start acting weird and you might push them away. So, you know, this insecurity is not something you can fix overnight, but recognize this guy is with you. He sees something new. You're, you know, you're an attractive, good person and don't let this get you down so much. Give it a fair shot. And if it doesn't work out, you know, what can you do? But the hot guy was into you. He saw you. You, you were on Tinder. Swiped right. You went on some dates. You know, you're clearly good looking. And you had oh. a fun time. Didn't you yeah. have fun with tall, attractive, charismatic guy? Yeah. Tack guy. Yeah, he's tack. <laughs> also, uh, some people just some people just aren't big on, you know, Saying I love you or I like you or throwing that affirmation. <laughs> Not around. big on I saying like I like you a lot of much. Yeah, some people, some people just don't like that. <laughs> no, maybe maybe tech guy is just not the kind of person who uh, you know likes texting a lot of affection all the time, and that's all right. right. It doesn't you know it doesn't mean he's not into you. You're you're, you're latching on to all the the worrisome things here. Like you're making this dude is attractive, and instead of being excited about that. You're, well, why is he into me? This has to be like something bad. Yeah, you got to look at the goodness. You got to stop focusing on these uh, negative things. Oh, she also mentioned, you know, what you say. She, to be fair, one of the relationships was abusive. Uh, that'll I can definitely see how that would. Yeah, that'll fuck with your perception and, and confidence. So, ugh, definitely sorry to hear that part. Yeah, I'm sorry, Nagamo. But uh, I think I think you're in a good spot. I think you just date this guy, date him out, see see how see how it goes. It's about seeing how it goes. I like you a lot. <laughs> you put in quotes twice. I don't think you can expect someone to say I like you a lot. Yeah, like you can't expect <laughs> that. Um. Yeah, those those kind of those like naked. Uh, expressions of affection, of like de- declarative statements about how much they like you, those come later too. Two months doesn't seem out of the ordinary for someone to be a little cagey to say something like that. No, oh, exactly. So you, you, you got to wait it out and uh, and see what happens. I think uh, I don't know. My advice, my kind of like stance, I take myself in new relationships, and what I recommend you do too. Is like give the person the benefit of, of the doubt on things like this. Sure. Like, oh, they're not saying this. Instead of being like, oh God, what could that mean? Did I say something stupid? Did they like not into me now? You just maybe they're not into that, and you keep focusing on the positives. You don't get in those wormholes, and you let it ride out. Because if they're not into you, you, you like you'll know they're going to tell you they're going to end it, and that's fine. It means it didn't work out. But like, don't potentially make that more likely and sabotage it by. Uh, Going down a negative wormhole on everything they say or don't say. Give them the benefit of the doubt. They're with you. See what happens. Yeah. Play it out. You gotta play it out, baby. Alright, Nagamo. I believe in you. And whoever that dude was who uh, was abusive to you, fuck that guy. He's not Fuck shit. that guy! Fuck yeah. Kevin! Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> fuck Kevin. Forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well... I do need you to know that our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere, and that you can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. 
I also need you to know that our outro song is uh, Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find it at thehayfellows.com, Instagram.com, slash thehayfellows, or on Spotify, just search the Hayfellows. Hayfellows is one word, just so you know. I want to thank everybody who has liked, commented, and subscribed uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, fucking Google Play, all those places. Uh, but we need more. We need more people. To subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about these fun idiots that you found on the internet who talk about penises and vaginas and stuff. They're wonderful, dude. Yeah. And uh, if you like, leave a review. If you subscribe, uh, we are going to reward you. Uh, I, If you ask, you tell me you did that, I will tell you that I like you a lot. And I'll mean it. Because <laughs> if you do that, I do like you a lot. Yeah. We like you a lot if you like D- us a lot. And you leave us miss, a five-star review. Don't miss that opportunity. Also, question box. Got nothing this week. Link is up there. If you got a question, any kind of question, seriously, any kind of question, uh, go on our website, little bar on the bottom, or it might be the drop-down menu if you're on mobile. Submit your question. Uh, why don't you go ahead and do that, and we'll yeah. respond to your question on here. It'll be a great time. I love the question box. That's my greatest joy. Me too. Actually, uh, let's preview the fact that uh, we're trying to do a spooky episode for this Halloween season. <laughs> Yeah. Not sure how we're going to tie spook and relationship together, but uh, a thing you can certainly do to help is if you have any sort of question or just like a relationship story that has to do with Halloween, like uh, maybe you met a hot guy, but he was dressed up as like, uh, I don't know, the Pope or something, and then you like, you know, banged one out with the Pope. That'd be a pretty good story that we could talk uh, about yeah. in our spooky episode. We'd love that. Right? So, you got any spooky stories? Uh, any just weird, you know, Halloween-related shit? Preferably related to relationships, toss it in there. Send one of us a mention, uh, message on uh, social media, and we'll uh, put it in there because it's going to be uh, it's going to be a real spookerino. Let me tell you, <laughs> a true spectacular. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to eat an entire pumpkin on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Arthur's going to put a bat in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, just going to be a real special time. It's been really, it's been so good to have you with us. I don't know why it sounds like I'm crying, but <laughs> I'm gonna put a bat in my ass. Thanks for sh- <laughs> thanks for listening. Have a good week. <laughs> Bye. Mwah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dress up as Dracula and I'm gonna come on a video game cartridge. <laughs> that you know that's staying in. Boom.